What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. The DW Conspiracy Shack. I'm Daniel. And I'm Wilbur. And Wilbur, what are we talking about this week? Space. <laughs> Just space in general. Me and Wilbur have very different opinions on on space. Space. You know when you go outside your house at nighttime, you just look up in the stars, and you see them balls of suns burning up up there, you know? That's not what it is. They're lying to you. I actually have a very unique opinion on stars that I don't think me and you've ever talked about. Mm, do you think they're suns? They're otherworldly suns? Like we're taught? Kind of. So, I don't I don't know. Do you want to you get into that already? Why not? We're already here. Okay, so I kind of have a really unique uh, th- theory with stars. Okay. Uh, I think they're alive. I could see that. I think they're a very unique type of life form. They have birth and death cycles. They have life cycles. And they actually, like, more stars are mostly born out of the like the dead bodies of older stars. Also, oh, like reincarnation, I gotta get well, in my conspiracy thoughtful mode. Not like reincarnation, but uh, there there are plenty of life forms on this planet that for their offspring to flourish, the parents have to die. Like a uh, oh, so not like one of them jellyfish, the immortal. Not not exactly. It's uh, it's more like uh, I'm just trying to think of examples. Like a lot of insects and stuff will die in the reproductive cycles. Right. And I think that's partially what it is, that these things will die at the end of their, like, they live their full life, gaining mass. So you think they are a big ball of... Kind of. I mean, we 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 don't know, but we know kind of what we can see from our star. Yeah. Uh, I do think they're most, like, they release big bolts of plasma, electric fields, you know, they release all this stuff. They probably are using, you know, their fusion stuff inside. Uh, but I think they're... They may be a type of life form. Hell, they could be sentient. They could be. You know, why do people track them in their? You know, for all of time and eternity, we humans have tracked stars. Well, because they're very relatively stationary in our night sky. They've never moved, have they? 
What do you mean they've never moved? Like the old star charts. They're still the same. They still match our stars today. No, they're not. What do you mean? No, they're not. They, okay, you haven't watched Ancient Apocalypse yet. The Graham Hancock no. thing. But they talk about, yeah, no, stars, our star maps change depending on which stars you're looking at. Mm, okay. Uh, every 2,500 years. 2,500 or 1,000? No, 2,500. Hmm. Like, that's why, like, uh, Go Back to Tepe yeah. had, like, eight or nine buildings on it because they had to keep rebuilding it so it faced the right uh, the, the right equinoxes and stuff like that. So does that mean that that means that would have lasted over 2,500 years? They think it did. They think it's, like, eight or 9,000 years old. Mm. Or when it was functioning, I guess? Yeah. In it, use? Yeah. For But depends on which star you're looking at. Some stars may be only a couple hundred years. You have to readjust it by slight angles. Hmm. Seems fishy. I don't know why. That's up your alley. Yeah, but it seems wrong. I don't get why it's... What, explain. It just seems that way. Something just don't sit right in my gut with it. But yeah, no, star maps have changed very often. <sighs> but you do have more long-term stationary stars. Uh, and that could be doing the distance or brightness or stuff like that where they're not... We can't... They're not moving. We are moving. We're, oh, we're all moving. Mm. So the whole universe is kind of more fluid see i could see that oh now we're on the something fluid i oh, oh gosh. space is fluid it's not fluid but it is a fluid like thing it's water it's not water how do you know you ever been up there yes you ever licked it yeah when it's not water when do you lick it i asked the tardigrades and what they say it's not water because they like water but see? They, they dehydrate themselves to go through space they didn't tell you that yeah they did i've asked them what if they never dehydrate themselves? They're actually just swimming water, and then they drop into this one. I've wa- I've seen them dehydrated. I know you have, but what if these ones aren't? They that's what they told me. They're swimming. They're not swimming. Yep, they're swimming through space. Space is water. All right, we'll start explaining some ideas because you're just saying things. Well, you know, you look up at the stars and they twinkle. What happens when you look at a light through water? It has a little twinkle to it. Maybe there's some correlation there. Well, I've never seen a star twinkle. Every night when you look at them, they're always twinkling. I think it's because you need glasses. Well, that's a different <laughs> story. They talk. I think you need glasses because I look at the stars. They all twinkle. And I don't see them twinkle. See, you're the crazy one on this, and they all twinkle. We were taught this in school. It's called scintillation is what they were taught us. It oh, was. my gosh. I'm just thinking, like, you're seeing such blurry blobs haven't, up there because you need glasses. Haven't you ever heard the song? Twinkle, twinkle. Yeah. See? And how I wonder what you are. Yeah. Nursery rhymes. Now mm. we're taking some conspiratorial facts of nursery rhymes. Up above the world so high? Mm-hmm. Mm. Interesting. It's just sad. I don't know. So what do you think stars are before we move on? Well, okay. Let's dial it back a little bit. I know. You, before I get the stars. You start attacking me I right know. off the rip. Well, it's fun. <laughs> Um, space in general, I don't think, is this vast plane of emptiness, void of of the vacuum of everything. You know, it's a vacuum and whatnot. I just I don't think it's empty either. Well, I mean, I don't think it's what we're taught it is. Yes, it's empty and relative to the space between everything out there. I think the space in between everything out there, the whatever kind of matter makes that up, mm-hmm. is very hard to interact with. And that's Right, but so there's still you still but there's the still it's still stuff. It's but there's it's still a vacuum, right? Because 
it it's one to die. The only reason it's a vacuum, quote unquote, is because like we're on a planet that has a gaseous atmosphere. Yeah. And space wants to spread out those molecules evenly. Right. If you were out there, or if it could, yeah. it, it's trying to pull atmospheres off. The gravity or whatever the, the facts behind gravity or whatever keeps the atmosphere attached do, is pull, pulling the atmosphere in, and space wants to pull it out. So it is a vacuum in that sense, but it's not an empty vacuum. Like when we make a vacuum chamber. Ain't that kind of weird, though, to think about? So you got these planets. They're all these uh, sphere shapes because they're all being pushed together, right? Because they're all, you know, gravity, quote unquote, is holding them all together. So they make this sphere shape, correct? Sure. I mean, that's or why isn't the vacuum of space trying to just rip every single thing apart and dissipate it evenly? Centrifugal force. What? So why it, or why are planets the shape they are? Specifically, the ones that orbit stars. Let's just use our solar system. Yeah. The ones we can see, like we can go by a Walmart telescope and look at Saturn. Doesn't mean it's a planet. What is it then? We'll get there. We'll get there. It's a planet. I don't. Um, you get hung up on words. That doesn't mean it's. It is what they tell tell us. It is. I I'm not disagreeing with that. Yeah. But it still is a planet. You are arguing what a planet is in that aspect. Not necessarily. Mm. You are some man of semantics. A, a planet is a, a, a um whatever. Uh, how would you? I want to say a rock, but a planet is a body, a celestial body that's rotating around a star. It's a rock. Yeah, a rock. No, it doesn't have to be. A rock. It's it's a celestial body. We don't even know what's inside gas giants. I know, right? We just kind of, well, I think it was I think it was Saturn we crashed the probe into, mm. and we got really cool results off of that. Mm. Did you ever see that? Well, I mean, I could just make up results. Uh, you are so fun. I could. But anyways, they had that one that was been orbiting Saturn for a long, I can't remember when it went up there, but it was finally getting hit with enough crap that the solar panels weren't starting to function anymore. Like, so, so they made it take a dive. Yeah, because it was going to die anyways. Yeah. So they're like, well, we can get some read, you know, we get some data off the atmosphere mm-hmm. of Saturn on the way in, but it's going to burn up and not be functional in two months anyways. Mm-hmm. Might as well use it. And it hit something. What like a it's something hard? Okay. So they don't know if there's like may, there may be like calcium oh, deposits in the atmosphere as there, it went through that yeah. gas. Okay. Or it may have hit. There may be like a, a little, like a little core in there. They don't know. They just they know there's something that you'd wasn't have, gas. You'd have to imagine if if it was an actual thing where they tell us it is, it would be a core. You would imagine. Maybe. I just well, why wouldn't? Okay, so let's say, let's say in theory there wasn't one. So why isn't the, you ever seen nebulas? Huh? You ever seen nebulas? Nebulas. For, ref, refresh me. Big gas clouds. Okay. So that's where stars and stuff are born. It's it's a really unique thing. So here in town, we're going to have to the big telescope. We actually got to see, I believe it was the horse head nebula, which kind of in general shape of a big horse's head. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it, it's trying to, like, the ends are all round. Like it's, a, it's like a cloud in space. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of forgot where I was going with that. But Is it going to form a planet? It forms stars. Mm. So you can actually, I think, I think it's a horse head or maybe the Medusa Cascade. Which is another one we can see from the uh, the local telescope, where you can see these kind of gas pockets inside the clouds, gathering around each other. We kind of think that it's like snowflakes. You know how snowflakes form mm, in the clouds. But do you know how they form? They freeze. Yeah, but 
it takes a little something extra. It takes a oh. piece of dust or debris or something like that to so, start it. Yeah, every core snowflake has a little piece of like a raindrop. They're the same way. Kinda, yeah. But a raindrop can accumulate a lot, but this literally has to have one micro piece of something. Right, yeah. So we kind of think that's the same thing happening in these big gas clouds with stars. Hmm. Is it maybe a meteorite comes through or something like that, where it gets it starts getting stuff, getting stuff, getting stuff, getting stuff. Because the gas wants to go somewhere. Yeah. But it just doesn't it doesn't have any aim. See, that's where I'm confused where like space. And that's just stuff I've seen yeah. that I can observe. Like in the core of a gas giant, I know they exist. I've seen a gas giant. Yeah, you're about to see one if I eat any more of that lunch. <laughs> but I don't know what's, I don't know the core, or you know. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. But as far as if you want to believe that data, there's something hard in there, which I it could be an I you know blocks of ice or a similar phenomena where it's in the upper atmosphere, like a big chunk of something. Right. Yeah. It could have hit up. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be. So gas giants could be failed in that aspect. Could be failed stars. They didn't quite get enough stuff going. To ignite. To make the nuclear fusion yeah. happen? Hmm. Where they're just these big balls that form these kind of planetoid shapes, but they didn't get enough to start rolling. I mean, in theory, I could see that possibly. But I just don't believe any of it anymore. I just don't. Something about it. You just don't like NASA. Nobody likes NASA. Nobody likes NASA. They're a private company, and we rely on a lot of their data, and... Who has it? Which president was it that gutted NASA? Oh, I don't know. I didn't know one did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't have any fun, like hardly any funding anymore. From taxpayers? Yeah. Oh, so it's all privatized. Yeah. So it can't be tracked. And, well, maybe a lot of NASA's funding. Uh, NASA does like, uh, you know, Dolly Parton does the books thing. The books thing. No. Sending books to kids and stuff like that. Little kids like ages. Two to five, they get a book every month from Dolly Parton. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Our, my niece and nephew get them. I like Dolly. I, we, I love Dolly Parton. I've she been does. The, she's, I've been... she's used her money well for the good more times than not. Hmm. I've been to Dolly World. Yeah, I like Dolly. I like everything Dolly does. Like, yeah. She's a good one. Triple Ds, I think. Probably. If not bigger. If not, yeah, at minimum. So we didn't get a, We went to Dolly World one time, the Dixie Sampede. Yeah. We didn't get to meet Dolly. We were supposed to. We had tickets to meet Dolly. Oh. But Never mind. her manager came out. She had something else. She had something going on. Hmm. Uh, Still needs slapped. Was it? I think we might have been down there for a snowstorm, and she may have been up north, not be able to make it back. But her agent, which was the four-time world champion banjo player, oh. came out and did like four or five songs for us. Okay. On the banjo. She's back in And then sang Rocky Top on with the banjo. Oh, okay. So she went over the top. Yeah. So he did he did a whole show for us extra. Yeah. Uh as an apology thing. It was great. It was fun. He's great. I mean, to hear somebody to hear that level of mastery ship over an instrument is a whole different thing. A whole different experience. And I love the banjo in a band, but there's just something about it when you somebody gets so good. You hear it with guitar and stuff. It would But when it's right in your face. Yeah. And he's plucking them strings. Mm-hmm. But we were talking about gas giants, nebulas. Oh, you were asking about the shape. Well, yeah, but like gas giants, I don't know, they, however they're created, I don't know. But if the vacuum of space is trying to pull everything apart, then we got gravity that's just bringing everything together. Mm-hmm. What's what's really going on? It's like, you know, a belt loop. A, pants have a belt loop, but the belt loops hold the belt up. What's really going on down there? Who's the real hero? 
I'm confused by what you're asking. The belt loops or the belt? You're not drinking. I don't understand what you're saying. If it weren't for the belt loops, the belt wouldn't hold pants up. But if it weren't for the belt, yeah. the pants wouldn't stay up. Yeah, this is how belts work. Yeah. He's the real hero. You've got to wake up or something because you're not making sense. You just got to think. No, I'm, I'm a very open thinker with <laughs> you, but so you're not making... You're, I don't understand the question. I'm saying these these this gas and stuff forms planets, so we're told, through gravity, so we're told, pulls everything together. Yeah, at the same time, space is a vacuum, quote, unquote, trying to pull everything apart. So what's what is it? Can they make up their mind on what space is? And I mean, does? water does the same thing. It pulls itself apart. No, it pulls thing. It tries to pull things apart and uh, pushes it uh, together. Ah, uh, but no, water pushes itself together. No, I'm not talking. So space isn't doing anything with space. Water isn't doing anything with water. We're talking about the stuff in it. Mm-hmm. So space, water can want to push stuff together, but at the same time. It will start pulling it apart. Like it'll want to spread out that molecule as far as possible for even distribution. Well, this falls right in line with my space is water theory. Space is water like. I'll get behind that. Mm. I don't know. I think So what do you think of dark matter? Dark matter? Or yeah. antimatter? Whatever they're calling it now. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's uh I just think it's a way to uh a different way to describe the ether without admitting the ether exists. All the space between you and I, how everything is kind of connected together, how you, how you can, I don't know, how, just how things interact with each See, other. I, Everything's, you know. I can kind of get behind that. It's like a placeholder term for now, of mm-hmm. something we know has to exist, mm-hmm. but we really can't study it as of now. Right. I think they've only, what was it, the Antarctica base has had probably two particles of antimatter. Do you know what they're doing with that? Nope. So they're using the whole ice sheet as kind of this big catcher's mitt. Okay. Uh, so like antimatter is kind of, it's, I don't understand it extremely well, so it's hard for me to explain it to somebody else. But basically it's kind of phasing in and out of normal matter or interactable matter. Stuff mean you can touch, feel, move around. Uh, but when it starts hitting something that's really thick, it slows down for a second. Mm, and you okay. can read it. Okay. You can, you can prove it exists. Okay. So they're waiting for this matter, these particles to go through the Earth, and then they're using that ice sheet on the other side of the planet as the catcher's mitt. Okay. So they basically, I think they've got two readings, but uh, the, I think it was, they just don't know if the machine was broken or if they actually got it, because they don't get enough of them yeah. to be like, okay, we're getting them, okay, the machines are broken. So it's kind of that thing, you know, where it's like... It could just be made up, too. It could be, but I don't think I I don't think any scientist is going to sit on the Antarctic ice sheet, right, for eighteen months at a time, and that little thing goes, ping, <laughs> just screaming, running around. Well, you imagine? I think it's like the Ghostbusters scene. We got one. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Maybe it's going the, out checking the net. It's the one. <laughs> yeah. Like he freaking snapped. He ate. He actually ate the other scientist four months ago. Yeah. But, and it's that one crazy guy they had just had it. All right, send him to Antarctica. Make him watch this thing. Tell him he's famous. I don't know. He's not famous. I don't know his name. Well, he thinks he is. No, he doesn't. He thinks. I think he's sitting there. There's a, there's a lot of really good scientists that just want to research. 
Well, for sure. Like yeah. I knew a bunch of them that never put their names on any of the research papers and stuff. They just want to research. Nothing wrong with that. But you got to put your name to it. Come on now. Mm-mm. They yeah. stay in the shadows. Yeah, it's not good. Stay in the shadows. That's what our government does. No, they don't. They stay in the shadows. No, they're pretty... No, that's what the people that run our government do. They're pretty blatant with everything they do. That is true. Like dumping Agent Orange on Puerto Rico. Like, the plane had a U.S. flag on it. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't that... Wasn't that hard to figure that boy out. Yeah, I guess no shadow work there. (laughs) What's a U.S. flag? What's what's that plane doing up there? Ah, Releasing Sunny D. Oh, my lungs are burning. That's weird. The trees are melting. <laughs> the le- yeah, the leaves are dripping. No, Grandpa used to tell me it melts trees. I believe it. I be- it's well, like that, wow. was, that was the point of it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, to, just to clear the forest. Mm-hmm. And didn't everything. Work in, didn't work in Vietnam either. It just what? what? The forest would grow back in a month. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's nuts. The rainforest over there was very... Hardy. Hardy. Yeah. Where were we? Uh, antimatter. I do think yeah. I, I think antimatter in space in general does have water like properties when you start looking at it like that. Yeah. I just I mean Stop scratching your head, you're gonna put yourself to sleep. God created the heavens and the earth. Mm-hmm. He separated the waters from the waters. Something like that, right? Separated the Horizons. Horizons, there we go. And here we are. I just don't think space is real. Just don't. Like then, what do you? What is it? What are we looking up at? That's what is that the question? I guess you're the one saying space isn't real, and I I think I don't know. Go ahead. I don't know if I can describe it as like a physical thing because I don't know. Like I just don't know. I think space may be like an energy kind of center, or maybe even like some sort of cosmic supercomputer that just holds. All the information of all of time in it. I don't know. It's just up there or whatever. Uh, maybe it's in there. Maybe we're looking at a different angle than what we think. You know, maybe the Earth's shaped different than what we think. Not that it's flat or nothing. I've seen like concave stuff. Like you're actually, if Earth is round, but it's like we're looking on the inside, not the outside. So like space could be this vast area of. I don't know, consciousness that we're just looking at. And then maybe the planets and the stars are just energy centers or maybe even different realms, like ports to different realms or things like that, that we just can't, or we could access if we could get out there, but I don't think we can even get out there. You ever seen NASA launch a rocket in the space? Yes. You ever see, like, the trail it leaves behind? Yes. We we went to... New Smyrna Beach is right by Cape Canaveral and watched mm-hmm. one go up. It goes up and up and up, and then once it gets up so high, it curves, and then it goes far, far, far away. And Mars then, didn't. Oh, well, just look at any photo or video of it doing it. Well, that's a video or a photo. Yeah, watch it. It's, but you're re-recording. Like, I, I don't... Anyways. It goes up Force perspective. Up. Yes, maybe. Maybe. Uh, no, the one we watched pretty much went straight up the whole time, but we were like as close as we could be to it. Yeah. And we were under it. How old were you? Uh, 17. So you watched, yeah, you watched it go up and up and up and up and it just looks like it's going up and then it curves because it can't go up. I don't think it curved ever, Jay. Well, maybe you need to check your memories. I think you are really wanting something to be. Anyways, no, I don't think, I don't think ours really curved. It was, what was it? It was 
they were putting a TV satellite up, or it was a. I was seventeen, so I was twenty. That was ten years ago. So I think it was like a network TV, like something satellite they were paid mm-hmm. to put up. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much all NASA does now. Are satellites in space? Some are, some aren't. Mm. Uh, we were talking about this. Like the International Space Station is still technically in the atmosphere. Correct. Uh, but it's in the the exosphere, mm-hmm. which is not really an atmosphere. Th- like it's it's pretty much you're in like a little bit of gas. Mm-hmm. I mean, a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah. Some are, though. We have some that are orbiting Earth that are in space. Hmm. Interesting. But most of them aren't. It all depends on the function. Hmm. Interesting. I'd say there's probably more outside than inside. Hmm. Might have to look that up. You're the one that didn't want to research. We just need to talk about it. Some things just need to talk about. Need to be talked about. I think there's probably more in the true, uh, whatever you want to call space, than in the uh, exosphere. Okay. The exosphere is, we. I know they really don't want a lot of traffic in it, as far as th- when that stuff falls, it is, it's not going to get a chance to really burn up. So it'll just be a big honk of metal that yeah. comes down. Weren't, wasn't that part of like a, didn't that happen with like Chinese like rocket or something? Or I think it was the Russian Star Lab. Oh, no, I think it was the U.S. Star Lab fell. Was this recently? No, it was like the 90s. There was something I mean, recently. What do you mean? Yeah, there, there was, was like, one last year. Yeah, like debris uh, fell and landed. A satellite, yeah. yeah. That was a, I think that was a, a news satellite too. Oh, good. All the n- There's so many. I think there's like. Tear down all the news satellites. 15 or 16,000 hmm. satellites orbiting the Earth right now that are active. Is there any way you can shoot a beam up into the sky and knock a satellite out of orbit? Out of orbit? No, not with, a, not with like an energy. I mean, I guess yes. But the amount of stuff hmm. would probably just vaporize it, you know? That kind of thing would just destroy it. I'm just just thinking in my head. No, I don't think a you future could, project. You'd need I something have. physical to knock something out of orbit. It's a big slingshot. Yeah. Did you not <laughs> Okay, off topic. I think uh it was World War Two. I think it was the Germans. Um, wanted to develop a basically a giant slingshot that could launch all the way over, like, I don't know if it was nuclear or something, all the way across the ocean and at the U.S., but it didn't burn anything, so it was undetectable. I don't think it worked. I don't think it worked either. They did have big... Then we, then we made the rail gun. Yeah, that was a bad, well, a good thing, but a bad, a good... You could probably shoot a satellite out with a rail gun. Yeah, <laughs> okay, there we go. I, I told you about the fastest man-made object ever, right? Yeah, it's a uh, sewer manhole cover, uh, yeah. basically. Quote unquote manhole cover. A ten foot wide manhole cover. No, it's ten foot thick. Ten foot thick manhole cover. Steel thing. So basically, I, we're way off topic with all this, but I gotta say this because it involves space. Space, yeah. Because you can still track this to this day. I think it's out by Uranus now. <laughs> yeah. You imagine if aliens are real and they just get this manhole cover passing them one day, like the freaking piece of junk that passed us a couple years ago, the big tube. Oh, Amoramura. Yeah. Well, it's probably so their nuclear testing manhole cover that went flying past us. Anyways. This is a giant turd. Because it's all, you know, it was a metal composite and stuff like that, so it was weird. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so we did, I think the pit was like four or five miles deep. It was crazy. And we started doing this so we could test nukes on U.S. soil without having 
much danger of hurting anybody because it was in this giant hole. Mm-hmm. So basically, whenever we're done with it, we just fill the hole with concrete. It's going to take a year to fill it with concrete, but that's what we're going to do. We'll do it. Yeah. Anyways. As I rip a I, hole in the earth. The I, bomb that they did with this test was a new type of bomb. It's never been released what type of bomb it was. There's a big difference between hydrogen and atomic, and you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we we looked it up one day. The I think it's the height or the atomic. That's the hydrogen bomb. Doesn't produces a bigger boom, not as much radiation. Yeah, and then the atomic produces a smaller boom, but ruins the ground longer. Right. Uh, but they built this new one, and they weren't really sure how big it was going to be, and they kind of had a range. And they went went off, and they didn't know what happened. Like it was so big, they couldn't. They never. It's never been released how big it actually was. Mm-hmm. There's some saying it was actually probably bigger than the Czar bomb, which is the biggest documented bomb explosion, explosion ever. Okay. Uh, they think it may have been bigger than that, but it's in, it blew it destroyed. So these instruments to record this stuff had already gone through like a hundred nukes. Yeah, and it destroyed them all. Okay. So we it's a big boom. Yeah, it's unra- it's unfathomable. It blew the top off the thing, and then they walk out to where this it was twenty eight foot, I believe, and ten feet thick manhole cover for solid steel. And they walk out and they don't see it. They don't find pieces of it. They're like, oh, it got vaporized. Mm-hmm. Like that's rational. Like if it vaporized, it got tore apart at the atom. And like, okay, big bomb. <laughs> yeah. And then I think it was like four or five months later, because we were just starting to start doing the space, the space race and stuff. So we're starting to track objects. Mm-hmm. There's this big weird object that's on this weird trajectory, and they finally figured out it was a stupid manhole cover had left the atmosphere in like half of a second. That's insane. Uh, it is going. I think like imagine fourteen or eighteen, ten thousand miles a second. It's something stupid. Let me look up. How fast it's going. Imagine if you were like in a hot air balloon or plane back then. Imagine if you're a UFO. And you're just flying. Yeah, anything. And you get this freaking disc slams into the side of you. Well, I just mean if you're just up in the clouds, like just flying by and this giant thing. Well, it vaporized you. It was going so quick. It would like not hit you. You just see it out the window. No, if it was close to you when it was going. Yeah. It would have probably vaporized you. Oh, probably because it were, was creating such a shock wave, and you, yeah, and you were right over the bomb site area, anyways. Yeah, you. They you had other. If it, you could see it, you had other problems. Yeah, they basically made a giant gun with that. They big, can only big, shoot big, straight uh, up. Yeah, anything over top of us is dead. Hey, it'd work for aliens. I guess you so. know they'd be like these stupid monkeys. They ain't got nothing to touch us. Yeah. And then a freaking steel hockey puck going a billion miles an hour slams to the side of their hall. Vaporizes their ship. Um, like, what was that? I'm looking. I'm It's trying to load. So what about all the photos that NASA sends back from space? I don't like NASA. Well, why Why are all the photos so, they sent back? Sorry, they tested 11, or they tested 1,054 nuclear b- bombs in that hole. 1,054? Mm-hmm. And this is the one that... Shut it down. Mm-hmm. Well, did you find out how fast it was going? I'm getting there. Oh, my goodness. Well, why are all the pictures they send back CGI and Photoshopped and workshopped? You could be you could go any of the lines saying that they're covering up that, you know, that like I think personally why we didn't go back to the moon. Like, I do believe we landed on the moon. 
and why we didn't go back because there's that whole thing with NASA saying that uh, it's or for the U.S. government, not NASA, the U.S. government saying it was poor. So like, it, it, there's no there's no reason to go up there. Like the there's no elements up there we can use stuff like that. But the NASA soil studies show there are rare Earth elements on the surface level, which are very very valuable. Mm-hmm. Uh, it went one hundred and twenty five thousand miles per hour. That's pretty fast. It's about as fast as I run. But when it launched through the atmosphere, it was going 36,000 miles per second for a short distance. 36,000 miles? It could have orbited the Earth in a second and a quarter. Dang, that's pretty fast. That's scooting. You couldn't see it. No. Yeah, that's scooting. That's moving. Um, hey, Sorry. What were we saying? Oh, NASA, the moon. So I think I think the moon, I think we found stuff on the moon that either the U.S. government could exploit. Could exploit? Like, oh, like to take. US, yeah, like U.S. Like, Resources they could use. Like that or hidden technologies. Or we found out there's a lot of weird bugs up there. Hmm. And I mean like literally like creatures. I gotcha, okay. And we're like, okay, we can't deal with this. So... Well, you know how many dragons have been recorded on the moon? No. Like, uh, Monsters Among Us, really great podcast, but they've literally had at least 12 or 15 reports in, like, the last year of people with using, like, Walmart telescopes. Seeing dragons? These dragon-like things that are kind of hovering. And then moon pigeons. We don't know what moon pigeons are, but I've seen one. I've literally seen one in the telescope here in town. Mm -hmm. Like, you can kind of, like, you can see them, and there's no rhyme or reason. Uh, We didn't know they existed until after the first landing. Uh, I told you that for the yeah, first moon pigeon. So moon, everybody at home, moon st- pigeon is a very, as far as we know, and I don't think that's what it is, but as far as we know, the very low orbiting object. Uh, they call them moon pigeons because they're really small, like football sized. They're going pretty quick, but they're like orbiting like 30 or 40 feet above the ground. Yeah, get, imagine getting, you know. Well, they landed. Smoked by one of them. They landed and seen one go by. Yeah. Just imagine. <laughs> well, I, I thought it was a bird. That's why like, he thought he thought it was a. That's how it got the name Moon Pigeon. He thought mm, it was a bird. Close enough. Might as well be. But no, then like, oh gosh, how are we gonna take back off? Yeah. If we hit one of these stupid rocks, we're dead. Yeah. But no, but I think I think die. that after the landing, they like they got the big U.S. hurrah and stuff like that. Uh, you know, and they're like, okay, don't worry, we're not going back. You know, it's it's there's no point. So, uh, well, why why did they admit that all the footage from the moon landing wasn't really from the moon landing. It's NASA. I don't care. They like, said they said they uh, all the footage was lost when they were re-entering the atmosphere. The radiation, or whatever from space, burnt it up and ruined the film. So they had to refilm it. It's NASA. I all I can tell you is I can go to a telescope and I can see the moon. I can see the sea of tranquility. You can see the sea of tranquility with the naked eye on a good night. Well, I know you can see it, but that doesn't mean it is what it is. Yeah, that makes sense. No, doesn't. It doesn't mean that, like it's a, this floating ball. We'll have a whole episode on the moon, but outside of our atmosphere, outside of our I planet do think and space, that they found stuff up there they could use, whether it's old technologies. I mean, old technologies. Hell, they could have found a hatch. A hatch, like the whole thing. That's the big theories that the moon is actually the spaceship that got us here. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> 
Oh, a hatch. Okay, to, like get, to get into it. Yeah, to get into or the ship the, and pilot. Because the, the moon is tidally locked, and people. I'm sure everybody at home has heard the dark side of the moon thing. It's not dark. No, it's just it's got a daylight see, cycle like everything else. It just it's, doesn't see us. Yeah, we never see each other. Yeah, it's tidally locked, which is extremely weird. I think so too. And we'll our, do a whole episode on the moon because there's we our, could do a whole two hours on weird stuff with our moon specifically. Specific, yeah, because ours is the weirdest one. Like how big it is. Not the weirdest. But I, we're up there. I think so. How big it is compared to all, every other moon in proportion to their own planets? Except Pluto. Pluto isn't it? Okay, speaking of Pluto, why did NASA, finally when they sent that probe way out in the, the outer reaches of our solar system... You leave Voyager alone. And they finally went by Pluto. Why did it happen to have an image on the planet that looked like Pluto from Disney? The dog's head. You ever seen that? No. The first, oh, I'll show you. Google that. The first ever photo, just look it up. The first ever photo they sent back of Pluto from Voyager literally had a, what looked like Pluto from the freaking Mickey Mouse plastered right on the front of the planet. And almost like it was. First ever picture of the planet Pluto. And it's almost like they're mocking us. Like, oh, Pluto, he's there. On Pluto, because they're making it up. It's all Photoshop, and they think we're all dumb. You just mean that? Yeah, let me see it. Is that it? I don't, they don't have the thing. They don't have Pluto. Oh, that is that. Yeah. So, see the dog's head? It's like looking to the right. See... This is the problem with conspiracy. But what are the odds even anything closely resembling it would appear there? A lot. If you're a just lot. this does not this looks like a heart. Oh my gosh. See, if you want to make an object look like an object, yeah, you can find it everywhere. Yeah. I'm sure, but it's there. This is a heart. This does not look like Pluto the dog. His head? Whatsoever. I think so. I know you think so. I think so. I think it's a but mo- you need you physically need everything to be a conspiracy. It's um they're mocking us. It's not that I think it's conspiracy. It's I know they're lying. They are lying about it. Everything they taught us in school just looks like just feeds us sh- down the wrong path. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying and I s- think space is real, and I think planets are real. And space is one of them. And planets are what I think. Planets are just other realms, either realms or yeah. I think they're like. That's what I think. There's separate realms, but, or or maybe even like energy, like uh, cosmic energy centers. That I don't know because people used to worship, not worship, uh, track you know planet movement and things like that. And you know when this when this planet's aligned with this star, and then it's aligned with our sun on this solstice. Yeah, because um, they're you can predictable. Do, you can. It do was th- the only thing no. for early humans that was predictable. I know that, but they're like, this is the time you do this or do this ritual, and you say this. Because then this will happen. What if it's just when those energies align, their energy waves hit the earth just right to where it makes certain things possible, whether they be good things or bad things. I don't know. You ever think about that? Not very much. No, I lose sleep over it. I know you do. No, I don't. I kind of kind of just... Things enter my head and then they quickly leave. <laughs> and then I move on with my day. <laughs> But <laughs> and I move on with my day. Yeah, shoot, I get distracted by something else. I, your brain was very unique. 
No, so where were we going with space? So what do you... So I don't know even how to... Conclude this? Like to put you into... You can't put me in a box. I'm not trying to put you in a box. I'm just trying to aim your thoughts somewhere. Hmm. So I, I'm pretty conventional. I know, like, I know we don't know a lot about space, but I do think it depends on what planet. Because I've gone to observatories. I spent a lot of time in the one here in town. Uh, but I do believe in rocky outcrops and stuff like that. I think NASA lies on a lot of photos mm-hmm. because there's a lot of stuff up there they don't want us to know about. Mm-hmm. Not because they're necessarily lying about anything. Oh, they're lying. Lie, lies of omission, more than is what I'm thinking. Oh, okay, not so, as in like they're omitting the truth yeah. rather than lying about it. Yeah, like they're telling the truth. Like the moon is probably mostly what the moon, what we say the moon is, but there's extra that they just leave out completely. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's what I. That's more what I go with is why we don't get the real pictures and stuff like that. But I do think planets are gas and rock or whatever you want. You know. I do think space is very unique. Uh, the actual space in between planets and solar systems and galaxies. Mm-hmm. It does function very similarly to water in some aspects and then not in others. Um, the galaxy expansion kind of thing is really cool. And we've even seen that in, well, at what, least in four generations. What do you mean galaxy expansion stuff? Like a galaxy is still expanding. Ours? Yeah. How do we know that? We can track it. That's why, that, that's why the stars are moving and stuff. How can you track that? Okay, so is there like a a big stick you use to measure? Kinda. No, some of these uh, ancient sites are really good for it. Okay. So like they were dedicated to let's say the not the North Star, but let's just say the North Star for example. Polaris. Yeah, Polaris, the dog star. Mm. But no, let's say they were dedicated to the North Star, and we can see that this slit would let you know look you from standing in the center would let you look out the North Star, perfectly five thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. But now you know th- four thousand years ago. They had to put another window in a little bit, you know, a couple degrees off. Hmm. And then again, a couple degrees off. Because the space in between these things is growing. We're kind of all drifting out further and further. Allegedly. I think, yes, allegedly, but mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's like the space in between things is growing. But we can see that. That's why these monuments, like Go Back to Tepe, is a great example of like literally. Have you ever you've seen it like from the air? Yeah, like, all those chambers. Oh yeah, literally everywhere. that's what they were talking about. Is that they built the main one, and that it only worked for like seven hundred years, and then they had to build the next one. Hmm. They, it's the same thing, but same site. They had to build it a different spot though because the stars stopped aligning. Yeah, but they could be wrong on that because there's so many of them. They could have just used that as a possible explanation. I don't know. I don't even think they know what that place was used for. I truly don't. No, I, I, I think that's probably what Gobekli Tepe was used for, just because of the type of construction it had. And it was a religious site, for sure. But I do think it was an astral calendar was the most important thing that it probably did. The you know, we only uncover, or, or uncovered like 10% of it. Maybe I'm not thinking of Gobekli Tepe. What's the one on the top of the hill? Um, on top of the hill. I'm bad with these sites. Well, Gobekli Tepe is like the potbelly... Hill. I know it's called the pot belly. Maybe it's, I may be thinking of a different one. Where is that buried city? Derinkuyu. That's Turkey. Okay. So it's Gobekli like. Tepe's in Turkey. But it's like 12 miles from Derinkuyu. It might be Gobekli Tepe still. Yeah. Then it's the one that they've cleared off the whole top of the hill for it. Just the one though. Like There's no the, other hills around this site. Well, Gobekli Tepe's huge. 
This isn't Gobekli Tepe is what I'm talking about then. Okay. Because this is like... Because there's a bunch of... It's a bunch of these things. No, like this isn't Gobekli Tepe. This is, there's a bunch of these chambers. Yeah. But they're all in one site. Like, it's all one thing. Hmm. And you can see, like, it's... You can even see it's different architecture. Because it's probably... You know, some of these rooms are a thousand years apart in age. We'll have to figure out what this is after the show. But yeah, it's neat. But that's... Uh, so, the, the universe... At least stars... Like, I don't... Like, it's hard to explain. Stars itself aren't moving it's more on a larger scale that's moving it's like atoms in our body or cells in our body them themselves aren't moving they've always been in their same you know they're always going to be in their same spot yeah but our bodies are moving through our environment so it'd be like our solar system is a part of the milky way galaxy wait my brain can't handle this right now i'm just I can't handle sit this. Sit up. You you put yourself to sleep when you sit like that. No, not like that. I can't do the cell to the body to us moving through our environment, which is on another body that's moving through another environment. It's the same thing. Which is on a, probably another body. Yeah. And when you keep zooming out, it's like... It's a flower. It's a flower. The flower of life. Mm. Uh-oh. We might have figured something out. Or it's a tree. Oh, it's a tree. It's a giant tree. <laughs> no, but... Yeah, so like the Milky Way galaxy is what's really kind of moving through, expanding. Uh, what's I can't remember which two galaxies are going to collide. Not like they say soon, but you know, soon is in space terms. Yeah. It's like soon in ge- uh, geological terms. Yeah, it's like 15 generations away mm-hmm. or something. Probably more. And it's funny, they were talking like there's so much space in between like the arms of the Milky Way and stuff like that. There's so many stars, but there's more blank space, but not blank, but you know, more non-physical 50. matter than physical matter, that these galaxies' arms may pass through each other and not even know it. Mm. Kind of like a... Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like fan blades when they... If they... Yeah. Just miss each other. there's enough space, yeah. In between, So yeah. we could, like... Let's say it was the Milky Way and the... I think you might be... The Milky Way and the Sombrero galaxies. You mean our galaxy is going to pass through another one? Yeah. Yeah, this, see, this is all propaganda. But that's like those stars are getting closer. Yeah, propaganda. Wait, stars are getting closer. What do you mean? It's it's ours. No, no. Like distant stars are kind of moving towards because those arms from two different galaxies are going to swing into each other. Well, you know, every star we see in our skies, supposedly, if that's what they are, everyone's from our galaxy, from the Milky Way. The from the, with the naked eye, yes. Yeah, they they all are. No, you can only see one other galaxy from the, the naked sombrero. Eye. No, it's Andromeda. It's the Southern is it, Hemisphere. Is it Andromeda? Yeah. I was pretty sure it was... I'm pretty sure it's you're the Sombrero. Think, you're thinking of Mexico. No, the Sombrero That's Galaxy is the galaxy on top of us. Uh, it's Andromeda. Is it Andromeda? Mm-hmm. I know more about space than you. I don't think you do. Google it. Maybe or, it is Andromeda. But anyways, we can see stars that are getting closer and they think they're going to pass. But it'd be really funny... Mm-hmm. If a planet just goes along with the other galaxy, just one planet, just sticks there. Mm-hmm. I hope it's ours. Wouldn't that be nice? What if that happens? As long as it's our whole solar system, not just our planet. Not just our planet. We oh, then we wouldn't know. A new sun, a new everything. Get rid of our moon. It sucks. It's always watching us. That's what they do. I know. It's always cancel the moon. That's what I say. I don't know. I just think it's all, I think they created the thought that 
the Earth is a round, you know, planet surrounded, you know, going around the sun and the vastness, emptiness of space. And we're just so tiny and little and insignificant in the whole grand scheme of the universe. You can see three galaxies. With the naked eye? Yeah. Well, the biggest one's Andromeda. It is. It's Sombrero. But it's a Sombrero. One. And then M31. Oh, M31. Yeah. So you can see three. I don't like that name. Yeah. It sounds like a virus. Andromeda strain. See, they're all viruses. They're all, everything is connected. But I think they created that myth to make us feel insignificant because we're just these dumb apes on this one rock in the middle of and all in this grand scheme of nothingness that we exist. When in reality, the way I see it, maybe we are the center of everything, the universe, this planet or this realm and those other planets or things you can see in the sky are other realms or energy centers that other bubbles like ours, maybe other firmaments or just planes of existence. But it's not like space. You can get in a big rocket and fly out there and go to land on one. I just don't believe in that. I just don't. 51 galaxies is what you can see with the naked eye, depending the, on where you are on the planet. The naked eye? That's what it is. That's what it's saying. See, they but taught the, us. The big one is Black Eye Galaxy. Well, the Sombrero and Andromeda are the number one. Black Eye Galaxy, Boba's Galaxy, Cartwheel Galaxy, they Secret Galaxy, a... Comet Galaxy, Cosmic Redshift 7. Why would they name one a Hordes Black Eye Galaxy? Object. Because where the Black Eyed Kids are from. Uh, Marrow's Object, Pinwheel Galaxy, Sombrero Galaxy, Sunflower Galaxy, and Whirlpool Galaxy. How hmm. oh, Whirlpool even got in on it? Mm-hmm. Man, they're really spreading their branding out. That's a good branding. Yeah, I know. You got a whole galaxy. Yeah, we got that whole galaxy named after us. Well, when they when I was in school, they taught us you can only see one galaxy with the naked eye. It's Andromeda. So they were lying back then. Hell, that may have been all they knew about, to be it's, real honest. Probably. When you were in school, they were still using books that were black and white well, and, we and had, said women didn't have feelings. Well. Feelings you should listen to. Now you'll get in trouble if you, if yeah if you ever said that you get you get beat you you face those feelings real fast me well not you but like men it. in general I'm like <laughs> um yeah I don't know it's just I just think it's all a myth a lie to trap us here or make us feel trapped I do think they're lying to us uh I do believe in space as it is I do believe in galaxies I believe that most of the uh, mostly the modern understanding of what space is ish and mm-hmm. what specifically what planets and astral bodies are is correct. I just think there there's more omissions of truth than anything that there there's they either know a lot more of what's happening behind the wall for sure. Like if a meteor was coming, you think they'd tell us? Um I think they'd wait. I think they'd wait until... They wouldn't tell us, ever. No, I, I don't think they'd tell us until the last... Like, there's no time left like to do, actually do anything. Just so they can watch the panic ensue. After they've already... Whoever they are, anyone that knows, um, you know, has 
made arrangements so they're out of the way or they're free or maybe they're floating in the ISS somewhere. But once until that point, then they'll tell everybody and then just watch, you know, everyone go nutso. I don't think they'd ever tell us if it was coming to that. If they were already had a way off. Oh, I think for their own entertainment, they would. I don't think they would. Mm, then you don't know these people. Because I think they'd be worried that there would be whoever's the left that's high ranking would point the railgun at their space station. Oh, yeah. Well, good. That's what I'm saying. They're not going to tell anybody hmm. because whoever's left that's has access to stuff. Yeah. You imagine the big freaking rail gun in Europe. You just hear the arm going. And just <laughs> dropping this giant thing out of the sky. Like that giant, <laughs> like that giant turtle shaped cruise ship that they, they built. You ever see that thing? Mm-mm. It's like a billion dollar. It's got like a whole town. I do know. I do know what you're talking about now. Yeah, something like that. No, float, I think floating around. Uh, I really think that we already have a space militia, space force. I think someone did bring up this point, which I think it was. Mm. Who was it? Was it Eric? Maybe. Yeah, I think it was Eric. Could be saying like, uh, uh, before we had like the Navy or the Air Force. We already had the because we started with our army, you know. Mm-mm. What did we start with? The navy. We started with the navy. I'm so let me look to make sure. Okay, but I think everybody thinks it's the army. Uh-huh. And I don't think it was. I think it may have been the navy. In well, okay, well, either way, whether it's army or navy. Yeah. Sorry, go on. We had this whole fleet of airplanes before we had the air force. You know, um, what else is there? I was thinking, I don't know. You have to have a whole fleet of ships. No, it was the army. I'm sorry. Okay, I thought so. So you had this whole fleet of ships already made and ready to go before you created the Navy. Yeah. So if we're going to create the Space Force in in the same vein as those other ones we've already had in the past, we'd already have a whole fleet of ships ready to go before we made the Space Force. Mm -hmm. But I think it's, I don't know, I just think a Space Force might be another way to uh, suck money out of our out of the taxpayers, I think it was just Trump being Trump. Mm, yeah, it sh- sure, but we still it Let's was see created. How much money the face sports the fate. Oh my gosh! Whether it's Trump just being Trump, it doesn't matter because the space force was created, and we do have it now, and our taxes do go to it. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. regardless of whether it's still happening and if space ain't real what the heck are we doing like where's that money really going what's it funding how, how much do you think the space force gets let's just play a game probably um a billion dollars so the defense budget oh, for God. this past year under biden is 773 billion uh, which is higher than the next 10 or 12 countries combined. That includes Russia and China and every major superpower. Combined, I think we spend more. They just get $1.5 billion, which is a big number, but compared to everything else, mm-hmm. is not. $1.5 billion could probably end all the homelessness in New York. Well, the Pentagon gets $15.8 billion for testing. Mm-hmm. That's all it says. Testing. Remember um, testing cocaine. 
I gotta test that brand new bottle of scotch. Yeah, I gotta test these this new hammer. Um Oh gosh, the hammer. Yeah, I know. Remember uh remember what happened September tenth, two thousand one? Let's keep it on space for this episode. Just saying with Pentagon. Do you remember? Yeah. What happened? It was the twenty first night of September. No. September tenth, two thousand one. What happened? Just Well, you know, the next day was pretty significant, but the day before they put all those papers in the one room. Well, Donald Rumsfeld, it said that there's like $3 trillion, whatever, missing from the budget that's unaccounted for. Yeah. That they don't know where it's at. They just don't know. Then the next day, that office building that is in control of all that gets hit by a plane that had no plane wreckage there. Save that for a different episode because this right. is the space episode. So with the Space Force... I do think so. I think there is... I think we have ships. I think we've had ships since probably the 80s. Like, whenever, like, when did we stop doing public stuff to the moon? The 70s? Yeah. Well, 69 was the year we went with Neil Armstrong, you know. Let's see when was the last mission to the moon. Probably the 70s. Because we, well, it had to be because we lost the technology to go back, you know? So we can't ever go back there. Let's go to Mars instead. Ain't that funny? No. Uh, I think it's funny. 72. So I think we never stopped doing anything. I think we just moved it privately. And I do think we have what would be considered ships. Uh, we talked about it on the road today with the WikiLeaks stuff. Like there was that whole big giant document that talked about right, the, these commanders that don't exist. And these, these vessels yeah, and ships that don't exist and have names and crew. Like he found crew you know, like logs and everything for them. Mm-hmm. And it's like 1,100 ships or something like that. Hmm. Yeah. And what I say, it could be, could be clever misinformation Pla- I th- or planted misinformation. I don't know. I it think could it was, be. Could I think it was that there's actually, we actually have ships up there. I mean, it could be that too. Or docking them on the dark side of the moon. That's what we got in Antarctica. Like there wasn't, like, what if Antarctica is the moon? With the Nazis in World War II and stuff like that going to Antarctica. I don't think there were aliens down there or nothing like that. I don't think they really had much of a base down there. What I do think happened is they found these technologies that were using them. Like when the when the UFOs were fighting with the and U.S. ships down there. Operation High Jump. I know. I think that's... Is that Operation High Jump or is that mm-hmm. Operation Ice Cube? High Jump. High Jump. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think those were Nazi piloted. Like Nazis driving them. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. But I don't think anybody gave it to them. I think they found them down there. Mm. Maybe. And then I think that after we... We eventually won. Because it was just a war of attrition. They did have the little things, but... I don't think we won. I don't think we won. No, I think we did. You think so? Against... Yeah, because basically I think we just stood around Antarctica until they ran out of food. I think we came back. And I think we took the... I think we took the UFOs from them. I don't know if we did. Because look who's, um, you know, headed our, headed our NASA. Yeah. Nazis. Exactly. They were the ones that got to play with them first. Look who, I don't know. I think the, the Nazis You ever heard it the first time they turn on the bell? What happened? The, the, I was going to try to say the German name. I can't say the it. The Glock. Yeah, okay. What happened when they first turned it on? Yeah, one of the reports from the Nazi scientists. Yeah, one of the scientists' head blew up. It liquefied people. Oh, I was close. Liquefied. Hmm. And they didn't know why. Like it, it only targeted certain people. Residents. Well, that's there's reasonings and stuff like that behind it, but 
So they, that's why you take the people that knew how to do it. They already got past those baby steps of liquefying people. people. And you're like, okay, you're going to work for us now. We're going to be with your buddies out there in that shallow grave in the Antarctic ice sheet. Or if it went the other way and they're like, the Nazis are like, okay, you're going to work for us now. But we're going to be under your guys because we can obviously can't be out in the public anymore. We I can't hold power anymore. I could publicly. not see the U.S. government ever agreeing to that. They'll cut deals with anybody. Not if they lose power out of it. They had no choice. They were going to be liquefied. No. They, they probably had blackmail. The Germans probably there's had There's probably some, 400 Germans made it down there. They, well, and that was enough. It wasn't. And they all came. I think was. they literally they sat won. there with the ships. And they came like, back, and they're, they're in like, our government running things. Okay, we're going to wait till these guys run out of food. Mm. And they ran out of food. You're too optimistic about the American, uh, uh, I don't know. No, I don't, think it's, a, I, no I don't think it's a good thing. I, I don't think it's a good thing. That they won? I, no, I do think it's good they beat the Nazis, but I do think they can be just as heartless as anybody else. Oh, they are. But I think they did win. Because that's how they, that's just their mindset mm. is that we're taking these things. Had too much propaganda pumped into your brain. And you believe too much of everything. No, I believe nothing. That's the problem. No. I believe You believe in, every conspiracy that comes your way. That's not true. I only believe in what I believe in. But, so I think that we got those ships. I think that we just started building the Space Force. Like literally, in this, probably in the 70s, parking them on the dark side of the moon. Hmm. Where the bases are, mm-hmm. Chinese are probably there too. Do you remember? The, remember, like three, oh, I think all the the big governments work together. Remember, like three years ago, when China supposedly released the first photographs from the other side of the moon. Kinda, ain't that weird? Like, did you just even think about? Like, we've been. We've. Do you know why it was so hard to land on the moon versus other places? I do know this. Um, solar winds. I don't know. I made that up. Uh, no, that just made me laugh. I don't know why. There there are kind of, I guess, what you'd call solar winds out there. No, it's just because of how big our moon is and how big the Earth is and stuff and the gravity well. Like, not the gravity wells, the gravitational pulls of both of them. There's only, like, a little bubble in between them that you can sit in and switch switch uh, orbits. Mm. So then you can get down. Mm. So, like, when you go out and around and you don't deal with the moon... It's a lot easier because you're only dealing with one orbit. Mm-hmm. You're only dealing with one object trying to grab you. Mm-hmm. So that's how it could be, besides the distance, easier to land on Mars versus landing on our moon. Because the Earth is still not one to let go of you fully. But this new body is trying to hold on to you. Mm-hmm. So that took a lot. Uh, oh, what is that? Because all that calculations. They did made a movie about it. All those black women. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. That's what they were doing. Literally, all that math to make sure... That they didn't just slam back into the moon or the earth. Hmm. Seems suspicious to me. I don't get why that seems suspicious. <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to say it. It just all seems fishy. It's just too of a convenient excuse. Convenient? Yeah. Very convenient. Is it? No, it's just hard. There's two gravitational poles and the. You got the tides moving in and out, and then you the know the tides. Yeah, then the dark side of the moon's blinded by no, the I see that. bright side of the moon, and 
I want to yeah. see that picture of the dark side of the moon. I think it was so hard for them to land on the moon because they went up when it wasn't a full moon. It was just a little toenail <laughs> clipping. Chinese picture. It was just a little bit, a sliver they could land on. They almost missed it. Did they compute those computations? Wait, what are you looking up again? Don't worry about it. The dark side of the moon China photos? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they published that and like it was in our newspapers, like big headlines. First photos of like the dark, in quotes, you know, dark side of the moon. So why, wait, how do we not have, if we have, I don't know, how do we never have pictures of that before? Well, I didn't know they landed a rover over there. Supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> Again, all this stuff. I don't think they've ever landed. I don't think they landed anything up there on that thing. Whatever it is above us that we see day and night. I do. I just don't. I just think they found stuff they weren't supposed to find. I just think it's too strange. I don't know. Nothing. A lot of things just don't add up, and I question it all. And I guess the only thing I can believe in is things I've experienced through my own experience. So I'm not going to believe in space because that leads me to another question too. Um, Like what's the point of exploring space and all that? Like what is the point for us, for our benefit, you and I as individual citizens of this country, what's the point of spending money going up to shooting rockets up there and spending taxpayer money on doing crap like that? I think it's more of a species thing. Yeah, but it's, doesn't benefit us or I think our it, species. I think it does. The, the 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 gift of exploration is a God-given gift that almost all humans at some point have a fire for. On this planet. Yeah. But it's we've done it. We've done most of this planet. That ain't true. You know that. What? There's so many more places to explore on this planet that we've never been in. Like what? Um, how about the uh um for the Rainforest, wherever in Australia, the no, one in Puerto Rico. Leave them alone. See, you know why? Explore. Where's your ex- Where's your explorative uh, spirit? People exploring all those. Um, ninety percent of the ocean. You know, ninety percent of the of the atmosphere. And we're we're constantly exploring that stuff. I just think it's just that thing to explore and ex- to expand the population, to expand the species. It's a natural thing that's ingrained into the lizard part of our brain. That it's all about expansion of a species we don't have like that part of the brain doesn't have a governor isn't that ironic though Hmm. that our lizard part wants to expand this human population and species and then there's lizard people that want to destroy the human population and species oh that's the that's their monkey part of their brain Hmm. it's weird how these things everything has its balance i guess if you draw lines in between anything you want you can find Mm mm-hmm it all has its balance. You're the only reason Hobby Lobby still has red twine. Hobby Lobby's the devil. Just so you know. It's not the it's, devil. It's a manifestation I, I forgot, of the devil. I forgot why you said that. Like, I love Hobby Lobby. Good prices. No, it's not. Yeah. They just mark everything up, you know, you gotta go 80%. On sales. You got to go on sale day. That's their sale. It, it was originally... It was originally two hundred dollars, but we'll sell it to you for seventy. You don't know how to use Hobby Lobby is your for problem. Seventy five dollars when it, when the piece of crap junk is twenty bucks to begin with. Me and Emily went there and spent fifty dollars and got like two hundred and fifty bucks worth of stuff. You got 
thirty dollars worth of stuff. No, because if it was we got it at Walmart, it was like two hundred fifty bucks. And they're scam oh, artists too. We hit three different sales at the same time. Hmm. Just got to know how to do it. Why do you think they all make money yet have like billions in theft and stuff? They don't care. They got to be a business. It's a business. Yeah, they don't care. I yeah, they're ripping off honest people. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. You're all, and you know it. You're all crappy today. I don't and know why. You know it. They're ripping off. I don't think their prices are that bad on some most most of their stuff. Hobby Lobby or Walmart or what? Hobby Lobby specifically. Okay. Canvases are pretty nice. About the it's it is about the cheapest place you can get a canvas anymore. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, easels are nice. The clay I get is nice. A lot of like the the actual craft stuff there is not bad. Now when you try to buy furniture and stuff from them, they're you know. I would yeah. Might as well burn your house down. But yeah, no, I mean I'm go a lot. I don't think they're that bad a price. Well, you just haven't seen the light yet. I will show you to salvation. What was the guy that you're talking about? You don't have to say his name, but what was he mad about that they couldn't buy? It was a old professor Wilbur here had. Oh 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 yeah. That is the only reason Jay calls. No, um, he just thinks their prices, their art, like supplies and stuff, are just too overpriced. And he did not like it. I just don't think they are. Well, I've been to a lot of art stores when Grandma's still alive. We'd go to one about every weekend. Mm-hmm. And they're normally a lot more than that. Like, you can get paint pretty good there. Maybe that it was the quality you were getting for the price didn't match, didn't correlate from what he knew. Maybe. I mean, if he's buying his high-end stuff, you know, yeah. maybe that may be a difference. But I'm talking about just... The, the devil. Hobby. Listen to that first word. Hobby. Hobby. He was probably wanting professional... Well, you know it. Level stuff, not hobby everyone, level stuff. Everyone has their own opinions. Yeah, I, yeah. I disagree with his. No, I think they're fine <laughs> as far as they try to stay open for COVID. And thank God they did. It's the only reason we got canvases for COVID. Man, tried to shut down Hobby Lobby too. They they did. They actually did. They got the only him. reason Hobby Lobby got to stay open like two extra weeks is saying uh, we sell school supplies. Oh, you got to find your way around it. And it didn't work. Don't let the man put his boot on your face and hold you down. It didn't work, but we got canvases. Well, yeah, good enough. I you guess. can get like a eight pack. You get a four pack of eleven by sixteen canvases for like eight bucks. Hmm. That's like two bucks a canvas. Not bad. Yeah, I don't think you could find that anywhere. The big ones, you can get the big ones. I think for five bucks a piece. I used to make my own. When did you make your own canvas in school? Um. I in school and then I made a few at home. We used to do that. Grandma used to do that. We'd mm-hmm. get the frames and stretch them, stretch them, staple them, mm-hmm. gesso them. Good times. Made a projector screen into one, mm-hmm. out of one, I guess. But yeah, space ain't real. Space. So yeah, let's let's wrap up. Final opinions. Yeah. yeah. Final opinions. Space ain't real. It's a lie propagated by our controllers, our rulers, the people who want to keep us in the matrix, if you want to call it that. So that's Wilbur's opinion. Yep. Daniel's opinion. As I believe most conventional astronomy is correct, I do believe like planets are what planets are, gas giants are what gas are, giants are, stars are what stars are. If anything, they're just not telling us the full picture, like the extra information. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe. I believe in most conventional, because I, I can go to an observatory and see this stuff. Doesn't mean you're seeing what you think you're seeing. You keep I, saying that. I just I just want to say uh do the wrong 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 <laughs> Donald Trump. Yeah, it's going to be annoying. I've been Daniel. I'm Wilbur. 
Have a good week. Welcome back. Don't trust next week. Don't trust the government. Don't trust them. Don't listen to them. Um, also, just don't even do anything they say. Whatever they say, just do the opposite. Enough listen to them. They don't know nothing. They don't know nothing at all. You could just sit in your house all day and watch the... about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.